0: Just go to indeed.com slash blue wire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about indeed on this podcast. That's indeed.com slash blue wire terms and conditions apply. Need to hire you need indeed.
1: What is going on Colts nation? Welcome back to another episode of bring the juice guys. Sorry for the late video. Um, I was just getting home, actually. Um, it's about like ten thirty when I was doing this video, um, because we had uh, Cody's wedding day today. So I was down in Indiana um, and watching uh, Cody get married. So uh, let's give a hash. Let's do a hashtag. Congrats, Cody! In the comments section. Uh thank you guys so much for tuning in and uh congrats to Grace and Cody for getting married. Uh shout out to both of you. Really happy for you and really glad to see you both uh getting married and enjoying the rest of your lives together. But anyways, guys, we're going to go ahead and hop into this video. Uh I was able to catch a little bit of the game throughout um the ceremony and the re- and the reception and everything. Um Otherwise, you know, I was kind of beating off of what I was getting on Twitter and everything else, uh, or X, I guess we could say it. But, anyways, so of course, Colts go into Carolina. You know, this was going to be the battle of, you know, if the Colts would have lost this one to Frank Reich, a lot of different things that could have happened, right? Um, A lot of talk would have been happening. But the Colts, from what I was able to gather, you know, the Colts just, made life uncomfortable for Carolina and especially Bryce Young for the majority of this game. I mean, what more can you say? Uh let's go ahead and hop into um the first couple things that I did notice. Um offensively, we'll just start there. Um <clears throat> the offense in general you know Gardner Minshew finished 17 to 26 for 127 yards, a touchdown. So Obviously, you know, not a bad completion percentage. Um, But of course, like we said, he was averaging less than, he was basically only averaging, I think about seven. Yeah, it was basically about seven yards a catch. Uh, There wasn't much to go off of with this. I mean, greatly enough, Gardner only had to throw the ball 26 times. But Gardner in those 26 attempts, there wasn't a ton that really impressed you. Um, It was once again, the issue of uh, just not being able to move the ball effectively, especially with Gardner Minshew. Again, there wasn't a lot of big plays that happened both from the run game and the pass game, but from a pass game perspective only just wasn't a lot there. Just wasn't a lot there, and this is going to continue to be an issue for the remainder of the season. This is why you want a guy like Anthony Richardson out there, a guy that can expand the field and be able to do those things. Um, The few throws that I did get to watch Gardner Minshew make, a lot of them were not great. (laughs) So, I mean, I'm totally getting that vibe. And, you know, the, the Colts... He was basically a game manager uh, for the most part in this game. I think it's, yeah, it's the first time this year, I believe where Gardner Minshew has played in a game for Indianapolis and didn't turn the ball over. Um, At least within the last four games that Gardner has been the starter for the Indianapolis Colts. He didn't turn the ball over today. No interceptions and no fumbles, which is great. He only sacked one time too. So again, a game manager, that's all he was. Um, and it it stinks to see it, but at the same time, it was enough to help us get past the team that we were facing. I think Steichen and the group knew what was coming of that. But in regards to the run game, not much a, a success there either. Uh Jonathan Taylor, 18 carries for 47 yards, Zach Moss, seven carries for 26 yards. All in all If you take the uh, running backs, they had 25 carries for 73 yards. So you weren't even averaging three yards a carry. So from a a total perspective, the Colts offense did not generate much uh, pressure on the Carolina defense today. I mean, Bryce Young had more passing yards than Gardner Minshew, but of course, Bryce Young also threw the ball 13 more times in this game because the Carolina Panthers were down pretty much the entire game. Um.
0: We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast.
1: Only couple of people that I guess I can say when it comes to the offense. I mean, Michael Pittman, eight catches for 64 yards. I caught all eight of his targets today. Just ultimately didn't make a lot of big, big, big catches, like big time game changing catches. Um, Jonathan Taylor, five catches for 22 yards and a touchdown. The only... Uh, offensive touchdown that the Indianapolis Colts got all day. So uh, thank you to Jonathan Taylor for pulling it out. Other than that, you really didn't see much. Josh Downs went down earlier in the game with uh, a knee injury. It was the same knee that was bothering him earlier. Um, That'll be something to monitor as we move into the game next week against New England and Germany. That's going to be an interesting one. And it sucks, man. This this draft class has just been decimated with injuries. Anthony Richardson season ending. Juju Brents, we drafted him. He was already injured. And now he's injured again for however many weeks. Joss Downs might have a lingering issue going into this next week and the remainder of the season. And I could just keep going. It sucks because, I mean, for as many guys as we drafted to have so many guys lose out on their seasons, really tough, really tough. It's just something you most of the time cannot take into account, but overall the offense definitely needs to try to get healthier uh, and definitely needs to get back into the better swing of things. Cause the offensive performance they had against Carolina is not going to cut it against other teams. Now, in regards to the defense, uh, a little bit of a different story there. Um, now I will say uh the one bad thing about the Indianapolis Colts defense, once again, did not have a good day at stopping the run. Uh Chuba Hubbard, 16 carries for 58 yards, three and a half yards carry. Bryce Young at the end of the game when he was having to run around everywhere, he had those five rushes for 41 yards because Earlier in the first half, he wasn't running as much, um, maybe avoiding pressure every once in a while. But in the second half, he was running a lot more frequently. So he was able to get some good yardage. Miles Sanders, six carries for 39 yards. So on the day, had 27 carries for 138 yards, basically rounding out to about five yards a carry. So we kind of expected that. Grover Stewart still not being there. And of course, Zaire Franklin missing this game, so of course, this defense was going to struggle stopping the run. They already struggled stopping the run throughout the year, and missing your best tackler and your best nose guy or your best D, uh, guy in the middle at stopping the run, yeah, you're gonna you're gonna struggle with that. But the one thing that was the most important was how were you going to impact the uh, Carolina Panthers in the past game, and that is. Exactly what the Indianapolis Colts did. They made life hell for Bryce Young throughout the day. And I'm very happy with what we saw. 24 of 39 for 173 yards. One touchdown for Bryce Young on the day. Three interceptions. Sacked four times today. And Bryce Young finishes with a QB rating of a QBR of 11.2. So, I mean, honestly, guys, outside of the one big play that the Colts gave up to Hayden Hurst, um, I don't remember when that actually happened. But besides the 48-yard catch that Hayden Hurst had, the Indianapolis Colts had Carolina locked down in the past game. I mean, their next best receiver was Adam Thielen, who had... Five catches for 29 yards, and their best reception, or outside of that 48 yarder, was an 11 yard catch by Tommy Trumbull and Miles Sanders. That's all you got. So the Indianapolis Colts definitely did a better job at stopping the pass. And shout out to Kenny Moore, the guy who made it all happen today. He was solely responsible for 12 of Indianapolis's 27 points two pick sixes first guy in Colt's history to get two pick sixes in a game probably one of the only few guys in the in the league who has ever done that I don't think it's very common I don't think there's a ton of guys in the NFL's vast history that has had a guys get two pick sixes in the same game Kenny Moore superstar today uh was just always in the right spot at the right time and was able to capitalize on Bryce Young's mistakes. And it's the first time with Gardner Minshew as the starter for the Indianapolis Colts that the Indianapolis Colts won the turnover battle. They had th- those three interceptions. And then you're talking about the uh, the fumble that Chuba Hubbard had. It didn't get recovered by Indy, but there was multiple times... Of, At least four different opportunities today that the Indianapolis Colts had to get the football, and they did that and converted them into points. And that was the one thing that we were always killing ourselves over, especially in those first two games with Gardner when they went to Jacksonville and Cleveland. They had these turnovers that these teams were scoring points off of against us, and now the shoe is on the other foot. Now we were able to get. 14 points off of three turnovers by Bryce Young in this game. I think it might, and I don't even think, yeah, we didn't even, I don't think we scored uh, any points off the third interception, but going off of some of the guys, uh, shout out to Shaq Leonard, 10 tackles today, led the team in that category. So good to see Shaq Leonard back in that uh, perspective. Kenny Moore, like I said, eight total tackles, Two pass deflections, two pick sixes. Kenny Moore can't say enough about him. Uh, Sagoon Alubi uh, also had an interception on the day to pretty much seal the deal at the end there. Uh, DeForest Buckner, four tackles. He had one sack, two tackles for loss, two pass deflections, and two QB hits. DeForest Buckner, early in the game, was a menace. He was a menace early in the game. He really got Carolina off of their uh, off their rhythm very early in the game, and that was very helpful for the Indianapolis Colts to build up on a lead, which had DeForest Buckner doing it. Um,
0: it's only a kick, pressure. a jump, a block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle, a run. It's only for the
1: fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Other guys who had sacks today, Eric Johnson, the second with a half sack today. Quitty pay with a half sack as well. Out of Tommy Wall with his first sack, his first NFL sack. We haven't seen much of uh, Adatami Wall all season. Mainly has been a healthy scratch. But with some of these guys that are having these injuries, Adatami Wall came in late and was able to get some uh, movement going. Finally gets his first sack of his NFL career. Really great to see that. Dio Adangbo also with one sack on the day, uh, his one and only tackle of the day. So Indianapolis, again, four, four sacks. Uh, four tackles for loss, three interceptions, eight pass deflections. They were making life miserable for Bryce Young and this offense. They were unable to get anything going. And that is exactly what you wanted to see if you were an Indianapolis Colts fan because they did exactly what they were supposed to do. Take advantage of a weaker offensive line and a weaker Uh, coaching staff and a weaker personnel group on the outside and be able to take advantage of a young rookie quarterback that was flustered and uh, and making bad decisions. And that ultimately, the Colts were able to capitalize on that. And I mean, MVP of the game is Kenny Moore. I mean, the dude scored more points by himself than, I mean, if you want to take into account the two extra points that you get on top of it, He scored more points than Carolina did all by himself. So again, Kenny Moore is the MVP of this game. Uh, The one bad thing that did happen, um, the special teams units, uh, they have been bad. Let's just call it as it is. I mean, Isaiah McKenzie obviously had the uh, fumble on the punt return. And that resulted in Carolina getting to our side of the field. But thankfully, due to DeForest Buckner, DeForest Buckner was able to put an end to that and was able to keep Carolina from being able to score any points. So we got lucky with that. The the special teams units have not been great since Bubba Ventrone left. And it has been worse. And got to wonder if Isaiah McKenzie is going to keep losing his spot in some of these areas because of these mistakes, you know, cause that could have really cost the Indianapolis Colts at the end there. But overall guys, this was the game. The Colts really needed this one. You know, you were three and five, you were, you know, heading into a back stretch of the schedule where you think you can be favored in a lot of these. And, you know, you needed a win against a bad team in Carolina Carolina, who had all the momentum going into this game, their first win last week against uh, against the Houston Texans, and you were able to do that, and you were able to show dominance, especially from a defensive side of perspective, which you hadn't done for the majority of the season, and then you show it against Carolina, and you were able to get everything done that you wanted. No Frank Reich revenge game here. For Carolina, Indianapolis wins this one 27 to 13, improving to four and five on the books as they head to Germany to take on New England. But that's going to do it for this one, guys. Let us know your thoughts on this. Thank you so much for tuning in. And as always, go Colts. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working.